What's up guys? Welcome back again to Law School with Lou. I hope you're all having a wonderful day, whatever you are up to. So it is now back to uni week for me. Last week I mentioned that I had a week off and then this week we are back to uni. And I also just wanted to mention before I jump straight into the actual episode, I actually like created, well not created, well I guess I did create but released my small business which is very exciting um and I have released that up on my Instagram page which is going to be at Lulu Lawyer Fashion and it's going to be spelt L-O-U-L-O-U-L-A-W-Y-E-R-F-A-S-H-I-O-N so at Lulu Lawyer Fashion and I release this kind of small business because it was something that I thought would be really quite cool to do. I'm really into fashion and formal business attire and I thought why don't I start up a fashion boutique where I sell predominantly formal business wear um, for women. So if you are interested go ahead check that out and go and follow my Instagram page So far, I've just released the blouses, which is like fashionable shirts, which you can wear to the office or to court or whatever formal job that you do where you need to dress, you know, professionally. And yeah, go and check it out and see if you would like anything that I am selling. Um, Like I said, so far, it's just blouses. But once they sell out, I will be updating my page with some new bits and bobs and I am really, really excited and really happy because it's something that I thought would be a great little project over lockdown and going forward. So yeah, I wanted to kind of mention that, a little update from last week that I have been planning this for about three months, but behind the scenes and then last week was the release. So I am very happy and very excited about that. So in today's episode, we are going to be doing a little podcast episode about exam tips and we're going to be looking at two different types of exams questions that you would get problem-based questions and essay questions and I'm going to give you guys some tips and tricks to answering these questions so first of all usually when we look at a question which is going to be an essay question sometimes they start off by saying can you give a critical analysis Now, with a critical analysis, you are going to be looking at the pros and the cons of whatever you're discussing. So you're going to be giving an unbiased opinion, looking at both sides and coming up with a conclusion. You may have a question which is going to be to what extent where you could include a little bit of pros and cons. So, for example, it says to what extent does Article 2 of the Human Rights Act protect the right to life then you would look at maybe the issues with article 2 and the pros of article 2 and the extent as to which it does protect the right to life so that is for essay questions now when you come to your essay question you want to really make sure that before you actually start the question that you have a little plan and what I've always done is create a little spider diagram in the top corner of the paper 
And obviously right now I know that most of the exams are online so you can actually just do a piece of paper in front of you and do a little spider diagram once you've obviously read through the question and literally jot down every single thing that comes to your mind. So every single area of the question that you're reading and you think, oh, I know this, I know this, I know this, I know this. Just write it down. Even if when you actually come to writing you realise it's not relevant or it's not important, then you just don't write it down like in the actual essay question itself and the answer but I think having a little plan is really helpful once you have an idea of what you're going to be writing about make sure that you also underline the keywords and phrases that are in the text of your essay title because it's really good when you're actually writing each paragraph to feed back to the title so you know, separating your paragraphs and having that good structure and even at the end, just feeding back into the question. So if it was a to what extent question on article two, for example, once you've kind of planned out, okay, I know what I want to do. I know that I want to discuss this, this and this. When you're doing the paragraphs for each issue, at the end, you could say, I believe, not I, because you shouldn't really use I, it should be third person. That's another thing. Make sure that it's third person. But you know, feeling back in to say that from the discussion, Article 2 of the Human Rights Act can be imposed to an extent. However, X, Y and Z, this is the case where in this instance it may not. And just feeling back in. So making sure that you underline the keywords and the phrases in your text. So when you're actually writing, you are feeding back to that. Third person, like I've just mentioned, is really important. Don't refer to yourself as an I. It should just be in third person. It just makes it a lot cleaner and you shouldn't really ever be doing that. So that's a good point to mention. And going on to, I guess, the structure, make sure that you have a good introduction where you can discuss maybe different opinions for the topic, for the subject, and you can usually find the different opinions by referring to academic journals and seeing the way that they've talked about their views on the topic. You can look at the different ways that they've discussed the topic. So academic journals are a great great thing to start with because you can see their views, how they've expressed them, and they will usually express them in what they they should in third person as well so you can get a little bit of inspiration and then moving on make sure that you also have a variety of different views from other resources other views and opinions from other resources for example looking at statutes and court decisions and academic views or views of academics to support your argument and what you're trying to say that's really vital, just having a wide range of different sources that you can refer to. Now, I understand that when you're in the exam, this isn't always the case. I think a lot of the time, if it's open book, then this will be the case. But usually when you're doing your revision, it's good to make sure that you do, to some extent, have an idea of maybe different opinions as well. That's really, really important. And ensuring that you also refer to cases as well and refer to the cases to further your arguments as well um 
having a good range of different cases in Eurovision for the actual exam is great and usually going beyond the resources that you're given in the class is really useful as well. I know that in the exam they don't usually, it's not all about your research because you haven't got that many materials in front of you but it's good to have for extra brownie points good other cases that you could refer to and that you could revise for the exam above the cases that have been discussed in the class in your reading materials as well. Another thing is just to make sure that you are using short paragraphs as well and you stick you know to just one point per paragraph because sometimes you can find when you're writing and I find this particularly in the exam when you're actually writing with your hand on paper is that sometimes you're writing and then you suddenly forget and then you go back but then you don't have space so then you feed it back into a separate paragraph and then you say referring back to and it's all a mess so that's why it's good before the exam to actually have a little plan in place before you start writing and also when you're writing as well a tip would be just to leave a few different lines between each paragraph as well like a little bit of a bigger chunk than you would normally just in case you have to go back to that paragraph for example if it wasn't article 2 of the human rights act and one of your points was discussing for example abortion and whether the child that is being aborted has a right to life and that is one particular paragraph but then you've gone on to go into your next paragraph and you realize oh i've actually missed something that is relevant there it just means you can just slip it in. It's really easy. I think that's just a great tip. And additionally, the last thing I want to say for the essay question is just to make sure that you write in the same tense and rather than switching backwards and forwards, I think that again just creates a nice structure and it's just nice for the reader. So now, problem-based questions. So we know problem-based questions, they have loads of different things going on like a million different things going on you read through it you need to be really really careful when you read through it to make sure you don't miss anything take a pen highlight every section of the actual problem question that is important that you need to discuss and put a little number next to it so for example the first line you find something important put a one second line two three four five that means then you can actually see how many points that you have to discuss and then you can create like a little maybe spider diagram around number one and then around number two and then what you're going to discuss for that so you end up having lots of different little spider diagrams with numbers next to them so you can refer to them easily before you start writing and that will ensure that you have good coherence and good structure and that you are able to write and follow the question and issues at each of these points Again, it's really good to use good knowledge and statues and cases and different views and maybe controversial matters that may be relevant as well can be quite good. If there was something particularly that was quite controversial, like going back to the abortion right to life, that could be controversial because I think a lot of religious people have different opinions as to whether they think the child has a right to life and how the courts are able to establish this if a child being aborted has a right to life and to what stage that could be a controversial point so it's really good to make sure that you discuss all of these as well have all the cases have all the statutes and you know what you're going to be discussing and one of the biggest things to remember in problem-based questions is 
this is your time to then look at the principles or tests that have derived from the cases. In the essay question, it's not always necessary to talk about the test or the principle that's derived from the case. Usually just using the case to prove a point, to say, in this case, X, Y, and Z happened and the judge made a decision based on this, and this was the case president, and X, Y, and Z, and this is why it's relevant to this. But in your problem-based question, you can look at the specific test. So for example, if it was on DELIC, the test for medical negligence. All of these different things, having the test, you can then discuss that and the principle that's derived from the case. Again, third person always, regardless if it's going to be essay or problem-based, third person, please, guys. And make sure, again, before, like I said, when you're making the little numbers, the little spider diagrams against each number that you take a little note and a little plan again this is just really helpful and it's going to just make everything so much easier for you guys and write with good structure good coherence and you will smash it so these are my little tips for essay questions and also for problem-based questions and exam tips in general it's really useful and I think this is something that we should always take into consideration that this is how we're going to do well is if we actually follow what the examiner wants us to do and we have good structure, we write in third person, we know the principles from the cases when we're looking at problem-based questions, we have got a range of different opinions and different views and controversial views on the matter and you would do well. So I really hope that you guys have enjoyed this vid- this video, this podcast episode. Um, and make sure to go and check out my Instagram as well, which is going to be at L-O-U-I-Z-A dot B-L-A-G-D-E-N if you want to keep up to date with me on a daily basis. Because I think I do upload quite regularly and because I'm back to uni this week, I will be uploading to my Instagram highlights for university. Um, I do a range of different things on my Instagram and yeah i hope you enjoyed and make sure if you can go ahead and give me a five star rating as well because it really does help me out i think it's only itunes at the moment that does opt for this but yeah thank you guys so much and i will see you guys next week bye and remember if you learned something new today it's important to remember that you don't know until you know so don't be hard on yourself if you learned something new and you didn't already know it because we're always learning and that's what it's all about. Bye!